All right, this is the Unresearch Podcast with Steven Silva, 20 Minute Power. We're going back into the MonsterVerse. We're kind of running, we're kind of like running low on topics. Today. We got bored of uh, MonsterVerse. Yeah, we haven't done MonsterVerse for a while. Well, the fucking Titanic episode was like 30 minutes long, dude. Yeah, then we played a chess game. We played game. chess, which was also 30 minutes. So let's run, we'll bulldoze through this one. Look, the, okay, let's just run, run dial it back because uh, these. Yeah, chill these, the fuck out. <laughs> these episodes come out out of order a lot of times. Like, we do, like, we record a couple of topics and we just riff. Generally, we could just we keep the thing recording the whole time that we're just hanging out and catch whatever conversations. I kind of think that would be boring. Yeah, I think it's better to have a topic, right? Yeah. Because then if it's one long one and we're talking about chess and then Titanic and then random shit we did over the weekend, what do you put on the title? Yeah, random shit. Random shit, Steven Solo part fucking 63. I was trying to go through all our episodes, and we have so many fucking episodes. But it's like, also, they're all about 20 minutes, so it's like... So how is that, like, a problem for people? They're like, you guys have too many. I can't listen to all of them. I don't know, man. It's a weird thing. Couldn't it just be like... So if we had episodes that were an hour and 30 minutes long, it'd be easier for them to keep up? No, it's like, oh, it's too long and boring. Yeah, I think it's too boring. Just... I switched out. It's just too fucking long. Yeah. The other thing you had a, a criticism was about the podcast was that I do the way I produce it because I hardly do any real producing on the podcast. It's like I'll do like an intro song and then I'll do like a halfway point song around 10 minutes and then the ending song. And you said like this time it was like the middle song was a little bit too. It was too loud, dude. Yeah, it was just too loud. I couldn't hear shit. And uh, yeah, dude, maybe no music in the middle, I guess. Fucking Ryan had said something about that, too. I guess he showed his episode to one of his boys, and his boys was like, the music is distracting. I just kind of want it, like, I just want to, I want the music there just to break up some monotony. Sometimes I think, like, there's nothing going on, and it's like, well, just like, just, like, a little distraction real quick. It doesn't take away from so much, but it has to be the right level. It has to be the lowest level. Yeah, so you just kind of hear it in the background a little bit. I think it's because... Uh, well, I also don't really put that much effort into it, so it's kind of it's like maybe my bad. Maybe because the audio for our voices is too low and the music is louder? Is that it? No, it's just mixing. It's just, just putting it on... You're just lazy? Yeah, I don't really listen to it while it, because I'm like, oh, these, these levels should be fine. And then I just walk away and let the whole thing do its own thing. Yeah. Uh, so that's probably my bad. Yeah, dude. Yeah, because that shit gets loud in my ears and I'm like, oh my God, it's the fuck uh, you I mean know, if you, it was it, a better song no dude it's just cause if you're telling a story and for this one it was like I think I was telling something I, for, I forgot what was going on I, either I was reading something or you were saying something and, and then I couldn't it. concentrate on what it was like oh what the fuck cause it was good it was good shit all our episodes are good <laughs> <laughs> yes yes but anyway MonsterVerse all right, we're going, we're down to the last ten states. We haven't done a monsterverse in a while. Now we're going into the the land of South Dakota. South Dakota. Right in the middle of the north north. Uh, I don't know where it is, dude. I don't know where right any of this shit is. In the middle of the country is. up north, right before Canada, or like you get north South Dakota, then right above it is North Count North Dakota, north then North Canada, North Dakota, then you get to Canada. Oh shit! It's right right in the middle. It's like close to Wyoming. Is there like a borderline? Uh, Every above every state that connects to Canada, kind of like TJ down yeah, there. Yeah, there'd be a borderline. 
It's really hard to get to get in. Canada, really? Supposedly, yeah. They're they're str- like not like people give like you guys like oh, like open borders or don't be too strict in the borders. But like apparently like Canada has that shit in lockdown. They do not want you to go in there if if you have any sort of like non shit non like nonsense on your record. Damn. We should ask the in mental illness podcast because I think they're from Canada. Yeah. To let us get know us how, in. Yeah, get me in. Let us know the smuggle us in. What's the secrets? I have a priors. I think my DUI comes out, gets off my record next year, so maybe I can go now. Yeah. So my bass player for my last band last year's Miguelito, um, he hitchhiked. He fucking went to straight up Shoelace Express all the way from uh, East Los Los Angeles all the way to Canada because he had a homie up there, like some, and then. Uh, he was just, like, walking most of the ways and hitchhiking most of the ways, and eventually got to, like, some weird random, like, I don't even remember what state it was. It wasn't in uh, Washington, either. It was, like, kind of, like, more east of Washington, maybe whatever state that is. I still can't remember. I don't know my state so well. But he got to the border, and they didn't let him in because he didn't. he had, like, lost the paper with his friend's information on it where uh. he was supposed to be staying. And it's like, well, you can't stay here. And it's like in the middle of the woods or some shit. God damn. And so he was like trying to find somewhere, like just parking lot somewhere, just so he can like sleep overnight. So Fuck, until dude. he got a hold of his friends, to like let him know that let the Canadian people at the border let know that he actually does have a place. He's not just trying to smuggle his way his ass self into oh, Canada. Shit, dude. And they didn't let him in for like two days until like the friends had to come and God damn, actually dude. explain to the border patrol that he is like. He's supposed to be here. He's not going to be here that long. He's only visiting for like a week or two. What the and fuck? And I get we they took all the information. They ran a whole fucking background check on this fool. And then he's telling me the story. I'm like, you should have just went to TJ, bro. Because <laughs> yeah, they just dude, walked right they, in. They let you go they in. Just walk right in. That's fucking weird. That's crazy. But anyway, South Dakota. Let's uh, no no more uh, side stories. Yeah, dude. South Dakota is a state in the Midwestern U.S. It's the 17th largest of the United States. But the fifth least populated. So there's like Carlin equals there. Uh, Bob Barker's from there. Price is right. Tom Brokaw's from there. And the Charlie's Angels, Cheryl Ladd. It's also home to Wall Drugstore. I don't know what that means. What the fuck? The store that usually attracted travelers for with free water as far back as the 1930s has more than 3,000 signs around the world. If you haven't seen one, you haven't looked very hard. The state's... Rolling plains in the east are covered in fields and ranches, eventually giving way to the stark beauty of the Badlands and the Black Hills. The Black Hills aren't really hills, though. They comprise a low mountain range that features the carvings of four U.S. presidents. Uh, what's that? Um, the Rushmore? Mount Rushmore? Yeah. Washington, Jefferson, Lincoln, and Teddy Roosevelt. Um... A large pocket of mammoth remains were discovered near the city of Hot Springs in 1974. Although there are no more, there may, may not be any mammoths there in South Dakota, there could be dinosaurs. What the fuck is this quote talking about? Mammoths. Uh, here we go. First monster, the living dinosaurs. Living what? fossils may still roam South Dakota. In 1934, a large dinosaur-like creature lumbered onto a road near Lake Campbell. In eastern South Dakota, forcing a farmer to swerve his tractor to miss it. It's like, God damn, I saw myself dying on dinosaurs. 
You think a farmer would even know that like, what dinosaur looked like? What kind of dinosaur was it? They're not really saying. Just like could have just been like a big giant reptilian or a chupacabra or, a chupacabra. or a reptile. Oh, there's a lot of reptilian type creatures, right? Kind of. Was it a long neck? A long <laughs> neck just walking around. Uh, he doesn't. When the farmer came back with help, people discovered a trail of unidentifiable tracks from a large four-legged beast that went through a muddy field and continued toward the lake. Before this sighting, livestock had been mysteriously disappearing from the area. Unfortunately, there was never any follow-up to the story. However, if you want to see a dinosaur in South Dakota, swing over to the wall drug for a mechanical Tyrannosaurus Rex that pushes its head from a patch of palms, then roars. Like Whoa. It's a mechanical. Animatronic? Animatronic monster. Dude, that shit is still scary, man. I, I still like kind of don't want to go to Universal Studios because of big animatronics. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't like big creatures, dude. No. They scare me. Uh, that's weird. Okay, so he probably, he probably just saw fucking a gator or some shit. Yeah, dude, that's dumb. This guy's a fucking dumbass. Unless it was a long neck, then you don't know for sure it was a dinosaur. Uh, the Takahi. The Takahi is the South is the South Dakota's version of Bigfoot. Although this beast fits the typical physical descriptions of a Bigfoot as a smelly hair-covered giant, the Takuhi has a worse attitude than most Bigfoot and may also be a snappy dresser. Some people have reported seeing what? a tall, hairy, ape-like creature wearing a coat and a tall hat. He's probably just some oh, deranged mountain man that, like, is all yeah, a, bum, a bum that found some nice clothing. Yeah. So I think I love snapper hair. Although there are Takahi reports from early in 1970, specifically on September 6, 1974, near Jefferson, when a man saw a Bigfoot dragging a dead animal through an alfalfa field. Sightings of the South Dakota Bigfoot Bigfoot increased dramatically in 1977. In September of that year, much hands near Little Eagle saw a big gorilla-like creature watching them run cattle. When the, man, when the man approached the creature, it ran away. The encounters didn't stop there. More than 25 people report, reported that the area around Little Eagle over the next few months saw some sort of a version of this creature. Some of the encounters put the Takahi in the vicinity of the mutilated livestock whose genitals had been removed and the animals drained of blood. Whoa. That's like a fucking Bigfoot chupacabra. Damn. Ripping off dicks. So, uh, Bigfoot with a top hat. And a tie. And a tie. <laughs> riding a dinosaur. Ripping off fucking Ripping off dicks. <laughs> Ripping off dicks. <laughs> Animal dick. Damn. All right. The Little Devils of Spirit Mound. In the southeast corner of South Dakota is a large 120... Eight foot tall, 300 acre hill that is highest point on the Great Plains in a 100 mile radius. The Sioux, the Omaha, the Oats Indians revered and feared the spirit mound, believing that little devils dwelled within there. The devils, 18 inch tall people, hated uh, humankind. Gnomes. Gnomes, yep. One legend has hundreds of Indian warriors attacking the little devil's home on the mound. The diminutive creatures all slaughtered. The war party with magical arrows. Scary, dude. Little genomes. Yeah, little, little devils. They call them little devils. Little devils, and they have like magical arrows. That sounds gobliny. Sounds uh. Yeah, they're goblins. More like goblins than gnomes. Yeah, little elven, little Zeldas, <laughs> <laughs> little links. During the historic westward expedition, explorers Meriwether Lewis and William Clark visited the mound to look for the little devils. Lewis and Clark and ten others from the expedition traveled three hours from their camp by Missouri River to the Spirit Mound. Quote, This mound is situated on an elevated plain in a level and extensive paddy, Clark wrote in his journal. 
The base of the mound is a regular parallelogram. The regular form of this hill would in stone measure justify a belief that it owed its origin to the hand of man. But as the earth and loose pebbles and other substances of which it is composed, bear an exact resemblance to the steep ground which border on the creek. In the neighborhood we concluded it was pro most probably made by the production of nature. So it looks man-made, but it has to be made by nature. That's what the force is trying to say, I guess. Jeez. Sergeant John Ordway's journal revealed that although the party found none of the little people, they discovered several holes in the ground which were large enough for the little devils to maybe possibly hide in. Underground, underground little devils hide in underground. That's, coming where, out they, that's where they live, dude. The little, their little holes in their little tunnels with little tools and shit. <laughs> little hats. How do you, you, you think they smell bad? Because how I do they, they wash their clothes if they live out in the woods and stuff like that? I think dirt smells good. It has to be... Yeah, dude, that's, that's, that's not all right. What else? Today, the Spirit Mountain is a state park covered in native prairie grass. Okay, the Banshee of the Badlands. Here we go. What's the, this all about? Look at the monster. Oh, is that the one of the picture? Let's yeah. See. Oh, it's like another Yorona type. Monster. Kind of looks scraggly. like Medusa. Yeah, scraggly hair. No legs. Floating. Floating monster. The Badlands of South Dakota open from seemingly nowhere. The ruined plains of the rest of the state suddenly give way to a dramatic series of spires and canyons dotted by bighorn sheep, bison, and prairie dogs. Fossils are commonly found in this ancient seabed. The strats as easily viable as the layers of a cake. Something loomingly looms this desolate area in the southwest part of the state, specifically around a butt known as the Watchdog. Called the Banshee of the Badlands, the shriek of this entity pierces the soul of anyone who hears it. The creature looks like a woman, but anyone who does encounter this creature knows it is no woman. What is it? <laughs> I don't know. Just a beast? The screen pierces the night and has terrified travelers, cowboys, and immigrants for the past century and a half. A Banshee is a creature of Irish folklore whose screen predictions oh, Irish, mean huh? death of someone in the family or you yourself. Why one would be in the middle of America is anyone's guess. You think some crazy uh, Irish lady died in those hills and then she became yeah, a banshee? Yeah, we just talked like, about this. Yeah, yeah just like the La, it's basically like the mythology of La Llorona, but different. It's just something scary about a fucking screeching, crying woman, and just like the hair, messy is just creepy. Like, if it was a dude, it wouldn't be as scary. It's, I don't know what it is. Just I guess because it's like a resembles a witch, maybe. Yeah, it's like witchcraft. Witch, witch. That shit is ghost. fucking witch scary, ghost. dude. Yeah, dude. Fuck that. You don't want to get like her, no, her claws entangled with you. I'm playing this game, dude, called The Evil Within, and the, a similar monster creature like that chases you around, and it's like going la 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 <laughs> and when it sees you it's like Rah! i was like oh my god dude fucking scary as shit okay so that's a scary one yeah dude and eight uh the lake campacusca monster so we don't do lake monsters so we're skipping that one the two-faced monster native american mothers spoke of the two-faced monster in sharp tones to keep their children close when the sun went down the monster would never nab over confident children or in some cases pregnant women and stab them to death with its knife-like elbows <laughs> like just elbowing you like their elbows are made of knives that's fucking what? gnarly what the fuck this is the two-faced creature yeah the two-faced monster uh the plain sioux indians lakota and omaha indians all have legends of the two-faced monster the lakota legends claim 
Two-Face was once a beautiful woman who tried to seduce the god of the sun and was oh. given two faces as punishment. One beautiful, one disfigured and ugly. Anyone who sees both faces of this monster dies instantly. Or so the toy story is told. Okay, and what was up with her elbows? They're like razor-like knife. She, like, like, I'm just saying that's her bad side. She just yeah. throws bows at she you. She throws bows and her bows are fucking knives. Damn, dude. All right, that was North Dakota. Let's go into Tennessee, and then we'll wrap this episode Tennessee. up. Oh, Tennessee. This is where my girlfriend's from. Maybe uh-huh. she knows these creatures. Oh. The southern state of the Tennessee is the birthplace of bluegrass music, Mountain Dew soda, and miniature golf. <laughs> the toad Huck and Jack Daniels whiskey. Oh, hell yeah, bro. Oh, shit. Uh, so let's go into our first monster. It is the Tennessee Wild Man. In the late 1800s, residents of McNary County encountered a creature that wasn't quite a man, but was not quite a Bigfoot either. The beast was reportedly seven feet tall with either dark gray or dark red hair, furry red eyes, and its hair imbued hung to its waist. The creature screamed, witnesses said, because freeze a man's blood. So kind of like the banshee. Yeah, but the a man, man, the man, the wild banshee. man. So was his scream, I wonder, was it manly or was it more screechy? <laughs> or like... <laughs> oh, I'm a shit. More like that? Maybe? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Amazingly strong and fast, the wild men often targeted women with its threats. Although none of his attacks were successful, according to the May 5th, 1871 edition of the Hagerstown Mail. The wild man was also known to suddenly approach horses, but if it was seen, it took off running, effortlessly leaping fences before it disappeared into my nearby trees. It's got hops. Although, yeah, although wild man reports have continued over the decades, the last recorded sighting was in the 1990s in Carter County on the opposite side of the state from McNary County. Paranormal investigator Rod Phillips appeared on the television program Monsters and Mysteries in America and described his encounter Ooh. with the Tennessee Wildman at the Watergolf Cliffs. Walking toward the cliffs in the rain, Phillips and his cousin froze in terror of the force changed. It was like everything in the woods just stopped. There was no sound at all. Then we heard twigs snapping. Then there was a scream. The wild man. Ah! It was like nothing we ever heard before. Ah! It was not a human sound or an animal sound. What the fuck? Then we just took off as high hell out of there. So they got scared. Crap! Ah! As they fled through the woods, the cousins saw the source of the scream. A smelly, man-like, hairy beast at least nine feet tall with red, wild eyes. We knew we had experienced something. We had heard the rumors, but when it actually happened, we knew it wasn't a myth. It was real. Tall, nine feet tall, huh? Yeah, it's like basically it's another Sasquatch. Okay, but more wild. Yeah, <laughs> They're more of a dick. Yeah, more. Why don't they ever run into party Sasquatch? He just wants to yeah. come out with a sixer and hang out. Because he he doesn't come out, dude. He just chills. Like Back at the at the cave. It's like, hey, I had a rough night. Get out of my woods. Yeah. Maybe it's a, uh, maybe like a Shrek. Yeah, he just doesn't like, doesn't yeah. want to be friends. He likes Yeah, he women. just likes his privacy. He just needs to find his other Shrek woman. Yeah, and his donkey. And his donkey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a creature that more fits the description of a Bigfoot has been sighted for years in the Tennessee foothills. The Flintville Monster. According to the Augusta Chronicle, the seven-foot-tall monster smells like a skunk and leaves footprints 16 inches long. One victim told the newspaper the hairy monster screamed like an ape as it chased him through the forest. But unlike Bigfoot, 
who is often depicted as a gentle giant. This beast seen around the town of Flintville is aggressive and mean. That thing's so big it could easily hurt somebody, Farmer Ned Sinclair told the Chronicle. The first encounter with the Flintville monster occurred in 1976 when an enormous man-like ape jumped on the hood of a car, breaking the radio's antenna. It hooted and jumped off the roof before it left off and dashed into the woods. So just big, another Bigfoot. The Bigfoot like but jumped on the car, attacked the car, ripped off its antenna, and then ran back it's into the woods. Kind of like the wild man. I feel like he would do the same shit. Yeah, right? it's all like, there's Probably all the, the same, same thing. Like yeah. all like one monster, but they're just saying it's a different. Maybe thing. he had his hair tied at that time. Yeah, maybe so he then. took a shower. and didn't look as grave. Yeah. The first encounter. Or did I read like that? Yeah, I read that one. It hooted and jumped off the woods. Blah blah blah. Attacks continued into the 1980s when the beast chased a woman into her house and banged on her door. <laughs> and banged her. <laughs> banged, banged her. And, but a number of attacks involved cars, including the account of a plumber and a pastor of a local church who each reported different encounters with a Bigfoot-like beast that broke their vehicle's uh, car antennas and ba- bashed on the windshields. So this guy just doesn't he want He just you... fucks up the radios, He huh? just doesn't want you... Nah, no more radio for you, see? Ha! And then he just fucks Then he just goes and bends <laughs> it. You're listening to the rock station. You gotta be listening to WKPG Yeah, maybe it's promotion for yeah. their station. Like, the Wild Man Station. WKPG, maybe on South Dakota. Wait, no, this is Tennessee. Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, my bad. It's right. Tennessee. I'm in the wrong state, son. All right, the most notable <laughs> count, uh, count occurred in 1976 when the mother of four year old saw the tall, hairy creature running across the field toward her son, who played in the yard. She bolted from the house to intercept it. It reached out its long, hairy arms toward Gary and came within a few inches of him, she told investigators at the time. She reached her son before the creature could grab it, grabbed him, bolted back inside the house, where she called the police. A hunting party was then brought in search for the Flintville monster, but found only enormous footprints and blood. When she says, when you when describing as bolted back to and from... That means she's going super fucking fast, she's right? She's going as fast as she can. Like flash fast? Yeah. Like all like pictures of the lightning bolt. Like, damn, she must be fast. Yeah. Uh, a misty creature lurks near the small town of the White Bluff. The White Bluff Screamer. A creature of legend. As the story goes, in the 1920s, a man built a farm home for his family of a nine in a hollow near the town. And every night after the family went to sleep, a wailing shriek would pierce the night. Again? Yeah. Is this the same thing again? Rousing the household. Finally, the man had enough of the night screaming and bolted outside with his shotgun to track down the thing that tormented his family. As he followed the screams, it led him back to his house, where the screams changed into death wails from his family. When he rushed into the home, he found that his wife and his seven children were torn to bits. Wait, seven children? Yeah. So was it Snow White and the Seven Dwarves? <laughs> they got no, murdered? I guess so. So what is this creature called? The, the White w- Screamer. The White Screamer. The White Screamer is similar to the Banshee of Irish folklore, which foretells death. It has been known to follow families since the Irish are the third largest ethnic group in Tennessee. Maybe some Banshees made it to the United States from across the pond. Dude, this, all of those three kind of sound the same. Yeah, so here we go. We got a couple more, though. Two more. The Tennessee Terror. Okay. The 651.8-mile-long Tennessee River is supposed to be home to a 25-foot-long river beast. Oh, river beast. I'll have to go through with it. 
The legend began in 1822. A farmer was fishing in the river when a sea servant emerged from the surface of the water and scared him so badly he died soon after. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> ah, nah, you scared me to death. I'm dead. Shit. Another fisherman told a similar story in 1827 when he encountered the Tennessee Terror and almost looked, shook him out of his canoe. The man described the creature as bluish yellow and built like a giant snake. Bluish yellow. Bl bluish yellow. It's a big fucking anaconda thing. Yeah, it's a big giant snake monster. Dude, those are fucking scary too, dude. You want to do Ice Cube getting there? J -Lo? Yes, dude. That's a good movie. I think maybe you gotta not. call in the Ice Cube and the J Lo. And the J Lo and uh and John wow. Boyd. What's that guy's name? Owen Wilson. Yeah, he's in there. He gets <laughs> he eaten, dude. He does get eaten. He gets eight. Uh, the legend has grown over the years, turning the Tennessee Terror into a large catfish called Catzilla. That has grown to at least 500 pounds. Although species of catfish in Spain and Southeast Asia grow to that size, science knows of no species that big to swim in the waters of Tennessee that we know of. Dun, dun, dun. I wonder if my girlfriend has heard of any of these. Ask her. I'm going to ask her. If she, listens to, if she listens to this episode. The hairy human on four legs. Oh, <laughs> okay. my God. Tennessee is home to many reports of a four-foot-long entity with a human face that walks on four legs. A woman exploring an undisclosed cave reported seeing the creature climbing along the clay wall. The monster had brown eyes and was covered with brown hair. Its short legs ended in paws. Sounds like a gorilla, dude. Yeah, it's a weird-looking fucking monster, that's for sure. A report of a similar creature is made by a group of people walking on a wooded trail in Marion County. The hairy monster on four legs walked toward them on the tail, on the trail, and stopped to look at them. And it had a human face. So it's maybe a, just a costume. Just some fucking weirdo that's cosplaying as a weird monster that's walking around. In maybe a or on, just like, yeah, four legs. Yeah, a monkey costume, monkey suit, like that one. Uh, remember that music video, the Bloodhound Gang. No. You and me, baby, ain't nothing but mammals. They got those monkey suits. Oh, yeah. And yeah, all yeah. you see is their face. That's all I picture. Oh. No, no, no. This one's on four legs. No, man. this is real. No, no. That's, <laughs> that doesn't exist. The Bloodhound Gang can't hurt you, so they don't exist anymore. I don't know if I feel about the Tennessee, dude. Yeah, look, it's almost, like, it's almost all the same monster. It was like, like just different folklore. Described differently. Two Sasquatches and two screaming uh, Banshee things. Yeah. The one of them, the family came home and his family was ripped Oh, he got murdered. Fuck. I kind of think the dude murdered his own family and just blamed it on Yeah, the yeah, that's, yeah, it's probably. Because like, who's going to, who, like, people were really superstitious back then, so who's going to fucking, like, he's going to everyone, like, get back here. Let's, uh, we got to find this monster that killed my family. And no one's going to be like, oh my God, a monster killed his yes. family. It couldn't possibly it be couldn't him. It couldn't be him, yeah, it was a fucking <laughs> psycho guy. But fucking, yeah, dude. All right, well, next one. Two more episodes of Monsterverse, probably. I would say three. We got, like... This is a, this episode is almost 30 minutes long, too. Oh, shit. All right, well... Send us out of here. All right, shout-outs to all the fam, to all our friends out there. Thanks for listening. Uh, join us on Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, blah, blah, blah. All that weird shit that everyone says at the end of their podcast. Uh, the link is in the bio. Yeah, goodbye. Have a good